Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals, the podcast that allows every therapist, nail tech and stylist to level up, build their career and reach for their dreams. Each episode we'll be looking at a different area of the industry and along the way I'll be chatting with salon owners, industry leaders and experts who'll be sharing their stories on how they achieved their goals, made their successes, all to inspire you in your business and career. I'm Sue Davies, your host, award-winning salon owner and industry professional. Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals. Hi there and welcome back to Inspiring Salon Professionals. Slightly uh, long gap there that was not meant to be. Don't know quite um, how that occurred but I'm back and I know that those of you that have been uh, regular listeners will have realised there's been a big gap. If you are catching up with things, you won't notice it so much. But I haven't recorded an episode since July and it's now the 25th of October. So what's been happening? So throughout July, I was um, working on some bits I needed to do. I had some courses planned and we had some family visiting and life just kind of got a little bit hectic and a bit busy. So I stopped temporarily thinking um, I'd just have a week's gap, maybe two weeks gap. And then I had a big weekend down in London with Scratch Stars. And shortly after I got back from there, I I discovered that I had COVID and I was really, really not very well. And much like the first time when I thought I had COVID just before the COVID thing happened, um, but was never confirmed, this time again, I lost my voice and recording a podcast obviously when you go from sounding like either Joe Pasquale um, or Barry White depending on which voice comes out at that time recording the podcast really became a little bit of a problem and so through most of August I couldn't I was barely able to speak let alone record so I had this like massive massive gap and then I knew I was going to be going away I had a big trip planned that's like a kind of trip of a lifetime thing and that was between the 8th and the 21st of September So if you follow me on Facebook and you are on my personal Facebook, you will see where I was between the 8th and the 21st of September, which was Costa Rica. And uh, I was over there doing some voluntary work for a turtle project called Tambor Bay Turtles. And that involved me just helping to relocate nests from the beach to the hatchery, then helping the hatched turtles go back to the beach and to be released into the sea. And finally having the piece de resistance and seeing the mummy turtle, who I was really fortunate to witness actually coming out of the waves and um, and making her way up the beach before she did her nest and dug her nest and uh, and laid her eggs. And it was, it was the most amazing experience. It's something I've waited so many years to do and I did it as a solo traveller. It really was just the most amazing experience and um, you can catch up with lots of that on my Facebook and uh, and I, I might even do an episode on the podcast about it because it really was quite an amazing thing to do. So you can see I had quite a lot of stuff going on over the summer and one of the things that kind of came to fruition was whilst I was away down at Scratch Stars in July, Di, who I work with on Nabuno, messaged me and just said I've been thinking maybe we should do a little online um, little magazine just like a little um, periodical kind of thing something that's about maybe eight pages maybe 12 pages that we can just put some of our blogs on and you know just maybe you know talk to people a little bit about Nabuno and we decided yeah it seemed like a nice idea it's quite easy to do we thought we might progress with it so over the over the next few weeks 
Di sort of was just sort of given a few different ideas and we were just bouncing things around about what we could do with it and how it would work. And then on the 6th of September, literally two days before I was going to be flying to Costa Rica, Di and I were just in a meeting, just organising all the stuff that was going to be going on while I was away and what Di was going to be getting on with and where we were at with Nabuno. And um, we decided that we would just sort of go to just spend 20 minutes just going over what we we're going to put in this um, little periodical so that Di could get it prepped while I was away. And we sort of kept having ideas and we, it was one of those meetings where everything just keeps sparking. And Di and I are both quite creative people and so when we share ideas, sometimes we go down rabbit warrens where it doesn't come to anything. But on this particular day, what we ended up with after probably about half an hour of like tossing things backwards and forwards was um, maybe this is actually getting quite big and we were looking at something that was then sort of heading towards around the 28, 32 page mark. And Di has a history and a career um, prior to what she does now in specialist publications. She has got a history in graphic design, advertising, sales and marketing um, and just general kind of um, creation of printed products that's what Di kind of specializes in and, and it's either the printed products or the the version of that that would go online um and so we were just going oh you know this could be so amazing we could do this we could do that we could get a couple of people to do some writing for us and then Di uttered the fateful words of do you know why don't we just do a trade publication you know we specialize in education that's what we that's what we do that's what Nabuno is all about and um maybe we could do a trade publication that hinges around the salon industry and education. So we both sat and were like, wow, this could actually be quite good. And and consequently, we made a decision. We started looking into um, how we could do it. And with Di's experience and skills that she has and then the knowledge and the contacts that I have, we worked out very rapidly that this could be something we could do and that we could make quite successful and we would be able to create something that the industry is crying out for and although you know we have some amazing trade press and and I really should say you know the support I've had from scratch over the years the work I've done with professional beauty you know both of those magazines have been fundamental to my career and I've been fundamental to the industry in so many ways and I'm sure the same goes for hairdressers journal in the hairdressing industry they're all big magazines with a big history and they all serve their readership in a very particular way that is what they've done for a very long time. They've been really successful at what they do. They've given us some amazing information and some amazing knowledge and um, updates and all sorts of things that those magazines provide. But I know from being in the industry for over two decades that there is a gap and this is what Nabuno is about. There's a gap in education and the magazines that we have do as I say they do an amazing job doing what they do and some people love them some people not so much but we know that there is a whole area of education that doesn't get covered and our academies don't get really that much coverage um, education as the keystone of our industry that it is doesn't get that much coverage and so what we decided to do was create something we have the skills we have the opportunity and we have the ability to be able to do this and so we decided to create a completely different take on trade publications and so we spent 
several hours of what should have been a strategic planning meeting creating this journal and we decided to call it the Southern Education Journal and it is about education it is and no matter what level of the industry you're in whether you're a learner whether you're a professional with many years a new professional whether you have gone through that process and you've come out the other end and you're now an educator and whether that's in a private academy or an FE no matter where you are in your career journey you will still need to be learning and we realize that there is something very, very important that is missing in this industry. And that is a clear understanding of what education is, what good education is, and how you can use skills and knowledge from people that go before you to make your career better and build you a stronger future. Fundamentally, this is what Nabuno has been about all the way through. It is about that connection and about allowing educators to connect with learners and about learners to connect with education. And whether that's through courses, whether that's through um, just transference of knowledge through reading, whatever way it is, there is an exchange of knowledge that needs to happen. And it is very, very missing in our industry. We know from the number of people that are coming into, into industry without that really solid foundation of education. We know that um, all of the search engines, when asked, course in whatever will throw up all manner of things that are really not appropriate for a professional person to be studying um, if you can call that studying some of them really don't even warrant that title and we all know that this is a huge huge problem in our industry we know that those people are being shortchanged that they're quite often having to go back and repeat their education because the first um, version of the education they thought they were going to get isn't isn't fit for purpose and so we want to make sure education is a level playing field. We want to make sure that the salon industry is a level playing field. When Di and I sat down on that Wednesday morning and started planning how this could work and what would be the differences and how would we do this so that we created a different market for a different type of publication, we knew that I've got an amazing network of people that I've known for many, many years, that I've worked closely with some of them. Some of them I've just networked with. Some I have um, paid for their help and assistance at different points. And we decided that what we would do would be to utilise their knowledge. Give the industry a magazine created by the professionals and the experts that have literally trod the boards before them and who have got decades of experience and allow them the freedom to have their own column um, to be able to talk to their audience and build a new audience through the process we also get to build an audience and talk to that audience and we give that opportunity to advertisers we give that opportunity to brands we give that opportunity to coaches mentors educators professionals um, and it is a collaborative community effort. And yes, it is a commercial venture. Yes, we do need to have paid advertising, but it can be an equal playing field. And we appreciate that there are many, many companies out there, smaller companies that currently can't access trade publications because the cost of it is prohibitive. Small brands we know struggle to build their audiences. They struggle to get a foothold. And if we can make something affordable, that means that, you know, we can still as a business, we can still make a profit. Um, but that means that they also 
can grow their audiences and make a profit. Um, that should be something that our industry wants to do. Our industry should want to help those entrepreneurial people. Our industry should be applauding those people that step out of their um, salon businesses and decide to grow product companies, education companies, whatever it is that they step outside of once they've stopped making um, a difference in people's lives in a practical way as a, you know, a working salon professional. Those opportunities are there for us to take and to give people the opportunity to be able to market those businesses in an affordable way is something that we really, really wanted to do. So the magazine, as I've said, is made up with, we have currently 28 collaborative columnists made up of the likes of Kim Ford, Phil Jackson, Cole Hinder, Donna Clayton, Sam Blake, Sam Marshall, Rhea Lincoln, Kerry Beavis. Um, from Hair, we've got Emma Jarvis, Kay Binnersley, Donna O'Donoghue, Mike Taylor representing the Barbers. We've got Andrew Hansford, Alice Kingdom representing Aesthetics and Advanced Beauty. We've got the skin professionals talking all about skin. Um, and I know I'm going to be in trouble because there's 28 of them and I can never reel them all off. But you can find them on the Salon Education Journal website. And between all of them and myself and I, the content that has gone into the first one, we have created a 108 page um, publication. And it has been intense, I'm not gonna lie. It has been <laughs> to the line, literally. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's been tight. And, uh, and it's gonna be an amazing opportunity for our industry to, to collaborate and to become more community-based. There is a space for all of the magazines and we aren't trying to you know take the place of anyone what we are trying to do is open a new conversation and one that we know that the industry is waiting to have one where they feel included we've made sure that our print style is suitable for people that may struggle to read printed uh, materials with different colored um, backgrounds and text and um, the right typeface and we have researched this to make sure that we're you know we're doing our bit where that's concerned and you know we've got mindfulness throughout the publication there are interactive exercises from some of our um, collaborative columnists um, Debbie I think the ones that you need to look out for in the first edition I think there's Philippa Holding Debbie Lewis and Mandy Holgate all have interactive sections and Sam Blake I believe as well um, all have interactive um, exercises for you to do and it's really really exciting to see these people coming together you know we have got some of the powerhouse coaches some of the powerhouse professionals and powerhouse educators that are working with us and we also have people from outside as well I know over the last probably four or five years I I think just because of some of the things I've done, I ended up looking outside of the industry and had a recommendation from someone to go and um, and see a, a business coach um, talking, a guy called Daniel Priestley. And if we, you know, if I can get Daniel to come and do something, it'd be amazing. But um, it started a journey seeing Daniel Priestley that made me realise, my goodness me, there's a whole world out there that is outside of the salon industry and has a different point of view and a different take. And, and you know, how can I use this? Um, and so over the years, I've kind of met a lot of different people through going to these outside events and then through lockdown um, and the journey on Clubhouse. Everyone remembers Clubhouse, the frantic rush to try and get an invitation. Um, but as part of that, I met an amazing person called Sarah Burton, who I've done a lot of work with, 
myself and I've gone through a couple of her programs and Sarah Lover has, has agreed she's come back on um, to the magazine and although she's been publishing too it's like it's so weird how you meet all these different people but she was um, in publishing for a long time as well and she has very kindly written an article for us and she's our first outside in um, column writer. Outside in is going to be a feature in every issue and on the next one, that's already lined up as well. And that's going to be someone else amazing. Actually, I met through Sarah, um, a wonderful lady called Wendy Garkars. And she's so inspirational and has just so much knowledge in her head. And so Wendy's going to come and talk about some exciting things that um, I'll be talking about and sharing as we go through the next quarter. The magazine is quarterly. And so we've now we can actually have a bit of a breather now because this last eight weeks has been so intense. And one of the things I wanted to leave um, the podcast with was you'll see when you see us talking on socials and wherever online that we will be using the hashtag leave the ladder down. And this I'd never seen this um, hashtag previously. And then Debbie Lewis, one of our collaborative columnists, when she first started talking about the fact that she was working with us, she used this hashtag and it has become a real central focus of what we are about because it really does resonate with myself and Di. It also resonates with all of our collaborative columnists as something that they want to be part of because leaving the ladder down for the people that follow behind you is something that all of us that are working on the magazine feel very, very passionate about. And when Di and I started trying to define what the Salon Education Journal would be that fateful day on the 6th of September and we started talking about how this could work and I started contacting people and everybody was so behind what I was talking to them about and they were so passionate about how they could make a difference to their industry, to the people that they know follow them, to the people that don't follow them yet but might. Um... We wanted it, we knew it needed to be about inclusivity on every level. It doesn't matter whether that's about gender, about colour, about religion, about background, about how whatever size you are, whether you're short, you're tall, you're, um, you're highly skilled, you're just new to industry, whether you're an educator, whether you are someone that's just returning from having a career break, whether you are a startup business, whether you are a huge brand that's been, you know, a global leader for decades. We want everybody to be part of what we're doing. And so the leave the ladder down um, hashtag and that that phrase, it just encapsulate the mindset. Um, and because so often we find in this industry, particularly, it's very competitive. And, you know, you may be on a high street with another five businesses that are very similar to yours. And it does get competitive and people don't like sharing. And what we all need to remember is that those salons down the road or that academy down the road or that mobile therapist down the road, they all do something in a very slightly different way. They aren't you. And we have to remember that there are opportunities for all of us everywhere all of the time and that we can leave the ladder down. The ladder is pulled up and that hatch is closed by experienced, successful professionals and businesses too often. And that means that there's an exclusion 
of people and exclusion of professionals and exclusion of brands and exclusion of minds and that is what Salon Education Journal wants to change and what we want to make a difference with. The Leave the Ladder Down is there to help others with a collaborative approach and a community spirit that our industry has been lacking for too long. We need to be there to support each other. We need to be there to help each other grow and we need to be there to help others when they're trying to start out or open a new door, we need to be there to hold that door open and to literally leave that ladder down so that somebody can take their first step or continue their journey on their next rung without someone slamming the door in their face. We need to be helpful, we need to be collaborative, we need to be community-minded. And that is what Salon Education Journal is all about. So I'm going to leave it there. I think that that gives you enough of a backdrop to what we are about and to what our goals are, what our values are. And I really, really hope that many of you subscribe to the print copy. I really hope that you subscribe to the digital copy. And I really hope that you support this. Um, we keep calling it a project, but it's, it's so much more than a project. It's a venture. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's, an, uh, it's an adventure. I know that. It's um, it really has been quite something else. And I started recording this podcast last week, um, but was interrupted because we had a lot of work being done in the area and I, and the noise levels were just too much in the end. So I had to stop recording. So I've had a few days break. Um, and so I'm now finishing this on launch day, which has been a very peculiar day so far. And both Di and myself um, are both like quite overwhelmed. The first issues landed on people's doorsteps yesterday. And um, and the response has just been amazing. And we are so overwhelmed by everybody's support and really just want to say thank you to everybody that has purchased so far. If you haven't purchased, please do. The first edition is a limited print run. And, um, and at this point, I think we will just leave it as the very limited print run that it is unless we get an overwhelming surge. Um, but yeah, this has reignited my passion for my industry there's been a difficult um transition from being a salon owner to not being a salon owner and moving areas and all sorts of things and this is and it's so this has really kind of reignited everything I love about my industry and having the support and appreciation from everybody has meant so much so I'm going to leave it there before I end up like sitting sobbing um and getting overwhelmed and over emotional again but um I really really hope that you love the Salon Education Journal and that you get behind it. It is a venture, but for me and I and the rest of the collaborative columnists and stuff, this is an adventure that we didn't know was going to happen two months ago. And we really, really hope that it promotes amazing things in the industry. So hopefully I'm going to be back recording a little bit more regularly now. Um, I've got a little bit of a gap between now and the next print run. So I do hope that I'm going to be back doing some more recording and I'll be signing off for today, so bye for now. Thank you for listening to Inspiring Salon Professionals. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and share with fellow industry professionals that you think may enjoy the show. Links and further information can be found on the show notes or on my website, www.suedavies.org. Here you can also find some downloadable free guides that you may find of use. You can also hear from me and join the inspiring Salon Professionals community on my Facebook group. 
Thanks again and see you next time. Bye for now.